Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. What is up? Welcome in to the Early Edge, powered by the Almighty Sports Line. I'm your host, Alan Bell, and we have a great show lined up for you today. Now, normally, you've got the coach in this seat right here, but he's on a plane right now. He's in a different seat. Don't worry. He'll be back tonight for our NBA preview at 6.30 p.m. Eastern with M Squared and Prop Stars breaking down all the best bets, props, everything you need for the NBA tonight. He'll be back for that. He just needed, you know, just a two little two-hour window here, uh, and that's why you got me. So before we break down today, let's take a look at how we did yesterday. Not a bad day at all. Some green, some red. The Jewelers Gym came through, plus 253. Solid plays there, both in soccer and in the NHL. Uh, had some tough ones there on that Gonzaga. We were just breaking that down. They were up big for pretty much the entire game. But that's what's tough this time of year when you've got double-digit spreads like that, especially as a favorite. It is tough to keep that. But as the Meister always says, you know what? We can look back, but we got to look forward. So let's bring in the stars of the show and look at it. We are running. I can't count too well. One, two, three, four, five wide today. Maestro, how we doing, bud? I'm doing great. You know, I love having you as the host, but I'm just sad that we don't get to hear Coach talk about how he not only took down Max, but Max, the temerity of a 23-year-old, to text to the group chat that the Zags were up 15 early, kiss of death, Don's cover late, and uh, Max got a lesson there. Yeah, he definitely got a lesson. And Coach was uh, making sure that he uh, uh, imprinted that into young Mad Max of the Thunderdome there. So, yeah, you know what? Here's the best part about Coach. We'll hear about it. He'll break it down tonight on the NBA show, no doubt. Speaking of the NBA, Mike Barner, what's good, dude? Good morning. Yeah, I was a little nervous. I was without power for quite a few hours last night, some big windstorms, but I'm I'm here and I'm ready to go for tonight. Well, I'm glad that power's okay. I'm glad that you're back because we need you on this show. That smiling face. And again, your background, I think, might be the best on the show. It's fantastic. I love the jerseys. Yeah, dude, it's awesome, man. Ali O'Neill, how are we doing? I'm doing well. Um, I'm glad coach isn't here because I have an under for today. So there you go. See, it all plays out nicely. I like it. I like it. And Zach Attack, bringing it up on the back end for everybody. How we doing, my man? Doing well. I actually was at the game last night between uh, Gonzaga and San Francisco. Pretty good game. The pace was great. The crowd was awesome. And it was interesting to just to see the, the, the facility itself. So down there at Orleans Arena, it's not bad. I know you'd think of an off-strip uh, arena not being too well, but it's an old one, and it's really exciting. Those Spokane, Washington people, they are something else. <laughs> hey, Zach, did you stay for the late game? I did not stay for the late game. Uh, I brought my eight-year-old son, so he was here today. And Zach, Zach, I'm going to come right back to you. We're talking Big West, Big West Conference Championship. What are we looking for? Yeah, this one, um, you want to look at the sites of these conference tournaments. There's, uh, They're all over the country, obviously, but 
for the first time, you look at the Big West tournament. It's not being played in California. They've moved to Henderson, Nevada. I know people are saying, Henderson, Nevada, what's there? Usually it's on the strip uh, there at the T-Mobile Arena, MGM Grand Arena, or at the Orleans Arena. But no, they're going to be at the Dollar Loan Center. This is a brand new facility. This is the first event ever held. This is going to be an arena for the uh, minor league hockey team and an indoor football team uh, in Henderson. That's about 10 minutes up the street from the strip. So whenever you have a brand new arena, it's going to be interesting to see how those rims are. They're breaking in those brand new rims. They probably don't have fans that travel too well. I'm sure it's going to be a lot of just mainly locals from Henderson. They're going to be at this game. So what's the fan support going to be like? This arena is going to hold about 6,000 people. And another interesting tidbit here, these are the second and third lowest totals on the board tonight. These two games tonight between Cal State Bakersfield and Cal State Northridge and then Cal Poly and UC Davis. You've got a, a total of 128 and a half and 127 and a half. I'll tell you what, I like the look of when you break down that we're breaking in a new arena, new rims, new everything. And these are the two lowest totals on the board tonight, right? Like, I love when it correlates like that. I'm fascinated to watch that game now. All right, Allie, coming to you, taking a look at first periods in the NHL and totals in regards to that. What are we looking at? Okay, so I have a couple of the top teams for first period overs and unders. So for the first period overs, you have the Devils, and they're hitting at 36 and 20, um, the Wild 34 and 20, and then CBJ 34 and 21. And then the top three teams for the unders are going to be the Rangers, and they're hitting about 20 and 36, the Canes 23, 33. And the Kings, 23 and 34. And remember that a lot of these, especially if you're looking at them at like that over one and a half, which is pretty the standard number, um, a lot of them can be pretty juiced. And some of them even like for the Panthers can be set at two for certain games. But I think that's definitely info you can use if you're looking to bet on the first period. Um, you'll notice a lot of them like the Rangers and, the, and Columbus, they kind of correspond with the teams that are best for over and unders in general. But um, I think if you kind of look through and the standings change every week, so you can find some good edges in there. Yeah, you talk about numbers that we can use. Uh, l- let me just put it to you this way. Like, in terms of the nuggets that I like to drop, the Chick-fil-A, like, I'm just running a drive through What you just dropped was essentially you bought, like, 10 franchises, right? Like, <laughs> that's how good that those nuggets were. So I'm absolutely with you on that. All right, Mikey B, Barter, break down for us because the Detroit Pistons, their last eight games, they're making some moves here, my man. What are we looking at? Yeah, talk about spoilers. The, the Pistons pulled off an upset win. They beat the Hawks in overtime last night. They are 6-2 and two straight up over their last eight games. But what we care about, they're 8-0 and oh against the spread during that stretch. They're much more dangerous now. Jeremy Grant, Kelly Oninick are all healthy. Uh, interesting here, next game is Wednesday against my Bulls. The Bulls are only 15-16 and 16 on the road. This game is going to be played in Detroit. So we're a couple days or a day early here. I'll be keeping my eye out for what that line opens at, uh, looking for the Pistons to maybe cover again. Yeah, I was going to say, I can't wait to see your uh, play on the uh, Sportsline site. I'm going to be keeping <laughs> my eyes like glued on to your expert page for when that drops. All right, Maestro, coming to you. Taking a look here. The Colonial Athletic Association, we got the championship game coming up. What should we know about that? Yeah, that was a great sweat last night with UNC Wilmington getting it done. And then they are the number two seed playing the five seed Delaware. And the spread opens with Delaware minus two. Well, why is that? In fact, UNC Wilmington beat them during the season twice. So why is Delaware 
favored. Well, the coach of UNC Wilmington said it right after the game, the interview, he said, they're the most talented team in the conference. And that is true. You know who they have? They have Jameer Nelson Jr., the son of the National Player of the Year from 2004 with St. Joe's. He averages 14 a game. They have a freshman, 6'7", Giare Davis. I hope I'm pronouncing the first name right. He was a transfer from Providence. Double digits in his last 12 games. Didn't play a lot at the beginning of the season. He's strong. He's probably going to have his way inside. He's also a really good passer, a relentless rebounder. So just kind of interesting to see UNC Wilmington, which has been the team of destiny, the senior guards coming back from deficits, somehow getting it done. But now they're up against a five seed and they're the underdog again. They are 12 and one UNC Wilmington, 12 and one against the number as an underdog this season. I was riding them yesterday, but I'm not sure I can go back to the well. I'll tell you what, first off, you nailed that pronunciation. Well done on that. And two, you guys have got me so fired up. For March Madness. Like, I know we have conference tournaments this week, and don't get me wrong, I'm excited for those, but brackets come out. You know, they're released Sunday, and on Sportsline, we're going to have not only a bracket optimized uh, for picking teams to win so that you can win your bracket, but how to bet them as well. So pay attention to that on Sunday. But gosh, I can't wait. This is the best time of the year by far. All right, let's get at our picks of what we have for today. One play on the site. We're going to go. We've got the Suns at the Magic tonight. Uh, tip off of 7 p.m. Eastern. We're going to go with the Suns minus six here. And look, I understand that both teams really haven't been that great against a spread in their last four, five, six. But Suns, 62% against the spread on the road. They're 66% against the spread as a road favorite and also 55% against the spread uh, after a day off. So we're going to ride the Suns here, cover a somewhat low number. You've got some big ones out there in the NBA tonight. So we're going to go with one that is under double digits. All right, let's get to the crew here. And I'll tell you what, Zach Attack, I'm coming to you first, my man. Taking a look in college basketball, you got two plays for us. The baseball season is in full swing, which means you need to listen to Fantasy Baseball Today, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network. Join Scott White, Chris Towers, and me, Frank Stample, every weekday as we recap every player from every game. We'll talk waiver wire ads, drops, players to trade for, prospects who could make an impact, and everything in between. Make sure to download and follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Odyssey app, and everywhere else podcasts are found get on today what do you got yeah i'm going with both championships uh today in the horizon league first off right state plus two against northern kentucky both of these teams are playing pretty good right now but northern kentucky they have to rely on their defense to win you look at what they've done their last five games they've won all those games they allowed 66 points 64 61 59 and 43 but they've been sluggish offensively to me i think right state they have that look they've had that look in this tournament to win i think they're going to get past northern kentucky they beat cleveland state which was the top seed yesterday after losing both regular season matchups. They lost both regular season matchups against Northern Kentucky. I think they do it again tonight. And there is recency bias here. Northern Kentucky has won this conference tournament three of the past five years. I think that's why we saw this line move go from minus one to plus two, three-point swing overnight. So let's grab Wright State plus two. And then Larry talked about it. I am going to take Delaware minus two today against UNC Wilmington. UNC Wilmington 15 and three in conference, but they haven't been getting the respect. They were only minus four and a half against Elon. Yesterday, they were the underdog. And again, they are the underdog. That spells trouble to me. You look at Delaware, they do not look like a 12 loss team. They look like a tournament team. And I, if they get the 14 seed, if they win today, I'm going to say this right now on record, they're going to be like North Texas last year. 
year. They're going to win their first game, and they're just loaded. Uh, Larry mentioned a couple of key guys. I'll mention two more. Dylan Painter, the big man, he's a mismatch problem. He can shoot shoot from the elbow. He can get in the interior. He's going to be a problem there. And then Ryan Allen, a senior, he, he wants this moment. He's their sixth man, and he's going to relish in that spot coming off the bench. And I just think you cannot fall for UNC Wilmington being that underdog again here. It's been a good run for them. Take Delaware minus two. I tell you what, I love that we're already getting first game tournament shout outs. Like I'm ready for this, man. It is the most fun time on the planet. Now, speaking of fun, all right, Allie, the ice queen herself coming to you because I'm walking over to Bridgestone Arena tonight, going to a certain NHL game, going to have some fun with some friends. And you know what's better than going to a game with some friends, having a beer or two, hanging out, is when you are on that game with a pick on it. So break down. What do we got tonight? Okay, so today we're going to go with the um, stars at the Preds under five and a half. And the main reason that I'm taking this play is because it has hit in 12 straight games that the Predators have played in Nashville. And of course, if it's tonight, it'll be kind of like lucky number 13. But um, I've been waiting to kind of take this trend since I found out about it last season. And when I take or last week when they played, I kind of thought, oh, it's a little high. 12 in a row is insane. And then what do you know? They hit 12 in the row. Um, and I don't really feel like we're taking this blindly either because you have Saros and he's been struggling a little bit lately, but he still has a 2.13 GAA at home. And he also made all four starts versus the Stars last season. And in those, he had a 1.68 GAA and all those games went under five and a half. And then you have um, Ottinger. He's pretty strong. He has a 1.83 GAA on the road. And um, these teams played a couple weeks ago in Nashville and it was 2-1 so I think um, Soros he just shot out the Sharks in his most recent game and then Ottinger like I said he's been really good on the road so I think we'll see another low scoring game. Ali I think you're exactly right my man UC Soros is money at home also for anybody that watches National Predators games you understand that when they're on a power play which is generally very good for every other team in the NHL the Preds never score on power plays whatsoever. So I'm with you there. Yeah, under five and a half, we are going to ride it. All right, Mikey B, usually we come to you for the NBA in terms of a spread play, a total play. My man, you've got some prop plays for us. You got two of them. What are we looking at? Yeah, I decided to change things up a little bit today. I got uh, two props from the same game. I'm looking at the Hornets hosting the Nets. Uh, the Hornets have played at the third fastest pace in the league and the Nets have played at the 11th fastest pace. So I think this is going to be a high-scoring game. Uh, so the first prop I'm looking at, uh, all these odds are from Caesars, is Kevin Durant over 29.5 points at minus 105. Uh, he's been busy since returning from a knee injury. He scored at least 31 points in both games. The key there is he took at least 21 shots from the field and at least nine free throws in both games. Uh, when he played against the Hornets earlier this season, he had 38 points. So, again, Durant over 29 and a half points. The second one, I'm going to go Terry Rozier over 20 and a half points at minus 125. They, the Hornets really don't have a lot of depth at guard behind him and LaMelo Ball. That's resulted in Rozier averaging 38 minutes over their last 14 games. Uh, during that stretch, he scored at least 21 points nine times. He's been even hotter lately uh, over the last nine games. He scored at least 23 points seven times. Now, if you want to do a little sprinkle, you combine these two together, it's plus 260 odds for a same-game parlay. So might be something to think about as well. There we go. Something to think about indeed. Now, coming to Maestro, you realize, you know, this is your show. You're the anchor of this show. And when you think about an anchor, there's only one. 
you don't throw multiple out there and you got one big play for us tonight. Maestro, what are you looking at? Well, I'm going to go back to the well, and that is that well is fading NC State. This team is in total free fall. They've lost out of 11. They have not covered except that one win against Georgia Tech. And they're playing a Clemson team that's that's really getting into the flow that they need to get. They got Hall and Tyson back. They've won four straight. They're not a great team, but NC State plays no defense whatsoever. Eight of the last 10 opponents have shot 50% or better. Right now, they're sitting at 315th in defensive efficiency. And right now, Coach Keats probably wishes he was back with UNC Wilmington. He'd be in a championship game because I think his season ends tonight uh, for the Wolfpack. They, For some reason, they are sticking with him. He's going to be back next year. They have had some injuries, and he did have a couple good seasons in his four years there, but uh, I'm just going to keep fading the Wolfpack. I'm going to lay the five and a half with Clemson. There we go. And I like that all roads on this show lead back to UNC Wilmington. Like, <laughs> that's what we need on this show. Well, whatever. All right, everybody, grab your paper, grab your pencil. Let's put up the recap here. And I don't know about Glorious, but it looks all right. We did a good job at the Photoshop today. Zach Attack, you are on Delaware minus two, Wright State plus two. Mikey B, you're on Kevin Durant, over 29 and a half points at minus 105. Terry Rozier, over 20 and a half points at minus 125. Allie, the Ice Queen is on the Stars Predators, under five and a half. Maestro, you are on Clemson, minus five and a half. Our site play today, the Phoenix Suns, minus six on the road against the Orlando Magic. And the AB3, look, we went last week, we had some good wins, some good streaks in a row. But look. The jeweler just set the tone yesterday, hitting over plus, almost plus 300. So I'm trying to ride my man's good fortune here, his great picks, and we could double up hopefully today. We are going to go with the Suns money line, Grizzlies money line, the Warriors money line, put those three together. That is plus 176. So the one thing that coach does well, amongst others, is ending the show correctly. My man is an electric factory of energy, and I like to think that I am as well at some point, but I'm nowhere near as good as him, and we're not going to try to attempt to be him. But you do have your marching orders, all right? And let's take all these tickets straight to the pay window for everybody here, Mikey B, Maestro, Ali, Zach Attack, and the jeweler who truly does put it all together for everybody. I'm your host, Alan Bell. Coach will be back tonight, 6.30 Eastern. We're going to break down the NBA alongside Mike McClure and Prop Stars. So we'll see you tonight and also see you tomorrow.